Seven is you! Welcome back, dear listeners. We've missed you, and we hope you've missed us a little bit too. We hope you've all been happy, healthy, and safe during the summer. My name is Nancy, and I'm here with Jay and Angelo. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. We have seven seasons, my god. (laughs) We have reached the big seven. I feel like we were late to this one, but you didn't notice, did you? Did you? (laughs) They were clearly too busy with everything else. Nobody missed us. It's okay. Sob. Just kidding. I can count at least three people that missed us. True. Yeah. Who? Me. And me. And? Probably Dio. I don't want to say the other people on stream since they're not really affiliated with the podcast. Just people that I do know who like to listen. <laughs> Along with their support. In support of Calgary Pride, Odafest presents Big Gay Anime Night. Saturday, September 4th at the Downtown Globe Cinema. Be there. Join us for an evening of LGBTQ anime, cosplay contests, and a silent auction. Free admission, but accepting donations with proceeds to Calgary Pride and OdaFest. Doors open at 5 p.m. Event details can be found via facebook.com slash OdaFest. That's facebook.com dot com slash odafest just in case the zoomers haven't heard of facebook before saturday 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 be there saturday saturday, saturday. Be big there. gay anime be gay <laughs> yes yes do you guys do you guys remember old monster truck uh commercials i do just the meme I of them. I've never been to a show for Monster Trucks. And... Me neither. Well, I've, I've yeah. never been to the Monster Trucks show, but I remember the Monster Truck commercials. And they were always like that super, whoa, Sunday, Sunday, yeah. Sunday. Grave Sunday digger. destruction. Yeah. Grave digger. <laughs> big foot. Big gay anime night. Yep. That's exactly it what just, they sounded like. I would watch a... Uh, gay anime about monster trucks oh my god that that would be can you pitch this for next season i mean there was that one original content do not steal (laughs) (laughs) actually i think that would be amazing especially because of the potential ad (laughs) i yes also yes i want to see seth in a monster truck yes i want to see aurora in the biggest meanest looking truck and she just hops out yeah. and she's like uh-huh <laughs> can gabe the cat be doing a tractor pull oh yes no that's the style of the that's the style of the trucks like that's they're painted as gabe and uh aya oh what if yes. gabe what if gabe is the one that's running um the the big magnet and the big claw hand that like picks stuff up and like oh, places it in the junk pile after it's been ruined yeah I can also that see like amazing. Neo just crushing everything in like <laughs> a big like oversized taxi. Okay, so we're turning this into a whole thing, right? So Jay, now that you have a tablet, are you gonna help me draw this and animate this? Odafest, yeah! the anime, <laughs> the uh, yeah, the monster truck anime. Odafest, the monster truck anime. <laughs> yep, there we go. Ship it. Wonderful, wonderful. I would, I, you guys. I would, but I don't, I don't, ugh, the drawing thing is like, I, I need to draw more. I haven't drawn enough and now I have to draw Odafest stuff and I haven't drawn any Odafest stuff. Ah. So what Jay, tell you us about drawing? your tablet. Nothing. Tell us what you've been doing. No, I mean, I, what? I've drawn, uh, I, I haven't drawn too, too much because it's sort of busy and sometimes I just forget to, because the problem is that I always say this, I'm not an artist. I just like drawing and I know I'm. I do have like a natural talent for it, but I've never studied seriously. And I consider people who are artists to be sort of more driven. Like it's something that they are driven to do. And I just like when I have ideas, I'll put them to paper. But I know a lot of uh, artists really just persist in in their art a lot, even when they don't have a lot of great creative ideas sparking at the time. Um, Honestly, Jay. 
I think you're I think you're waxing poetic about it a little bit too much. No, I think I, I think just you're I know it. I know I like we we all know so, like some artists and I've and I, that is behavior I see all the time and I don't feel the same compulsion. That's what it looks like from the outside. Maybe. Honestly, a lot of them are just like, man. Man, there's this waifu that I like. I want to see her doing this thing. Well, guess I got to pick up this pen and paper right here. No, it's not and that. It's just that I'll I delicately articulate a new costume for her. <laughs> I think maybe I am making a couple of excuses, but um, I don't know. Just like a few. Th- I, I am like slowly working on some things that I might like one day see if I want to make into like prints or posters or something. Mainly because. So here's the thing. Uh, I didn't. I, I said I wasn't going to talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it just as like a small thing. I moved over the summer. I have bare walls because I don't have any artwork right now. And I was like, I want to get artwork on my walls just because I like art and I want something to fill the space. But I worried about getting stuff that's like, am I just going to get tired of it after seeing it and then just be like, whatever. And I was like, is it conceited to put up my own stuff? But at least I I would know I want to see it and I don't feel bad about throwing it out. Jay, you have commitment issues with your walls. Yes. Jay, here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll do. I know this one VTuber, and I'll print out some uh, some pictures of them on some 8.5 by 11 normal printer paper, <laughs> and I'll just glue them to your walls for you. Ooh, okay. I know a VTuber who I think would grace your walls lovely-ly, lovely-ly. <laughs> you, do the, you do the voice thing, so 10 points to you. <laughs> <laughs> on the talky part uh, on the talkings yeah actually the fun thing that i also made was uh i don't know if it, i'll ever actually use it that much but i did make like an artist mark like a you know like a signature kind of Ooh, thing nice. i made it in the style of, and i don't have one in real life and i sort of have always wanted one in real life maybe it'll still happen but i made it in the style of like a chinese like uh uh calligraphy stamp or like nice. family family you know, thing. I don't know what to call it right now. Crest, I guess. Um, Yeah. So if I ever actually put stuff out that I feel like is worth doing anything with, I'll actually use that mark. Otherwise I'm just mostly working on like some small Odafest projects for fun. Yeah. I, so on, on the topic of art, I Mm -hmm. got a tablet not that long ago. Mm -hmm. I bought Procreate. I'm actually very terrible at using Procreate. Just like god awful at it. I can't figure out how to make things blend nicely. I sort of have a bit of a workflow with it now that I've kind of just done a couple of random things with it. Right. But I think it's time for me to either stop using Procreate and go back to like Paint Tool Sci or Clip Studio Paint or something that I'm actually familiar with because I'm tired of fighting with my tools. It's right. not giving me that that joy that I like by putting strokes down. Mm-hmm. And, and while having it on, like, I have an iPad now. So I have, while I'm drawing on an iPad, I love drawing on the actual screen. So I used right. to have, like, um, an actual pen tablet, and then I moved to this. So this has been a fantastic hardware upgrade. I really enjoy having a digital surface to draw on, but I just don't love procreate the way that i wanted to i for one don't want children so i can't use procreate but i know what you mean about like when it feels like you're are you sure you don't software. have children because i'm pretty sure that was a dad joke yeah i'm pretty that sure was a dad joke you also have a fur ball a fur baby i, ha- I have i have a doctor you have yeah. two fur babies don't you yeah well one's a grandma that's okay she's still your fur baby but uh, I know what you mean by, like, when you're fighting the software to try to do the thing that you want to do, it gets in your way and it's just frustrating. Uh, personally, I use Krita for drawing, and I love Krita. It's free. It's very powerful. It is, honestly, it is one of the darlings of the open source software world. But having that said, there are certain things that just irk me about it. And uh, one of my favorite things about it the fact that it has animation tools that don't completely suck, that's so rare. 
so rare in in just any uh, kind of drawing tool, let alone open source stuff. But the fact that there's no key binds by default for it, you have to go in and set everything up. Mm. And there's certain small little issues like in almost every other drawing software or animating software like a sprite or flash back in the day hitting enter would run the animation and then you could hit enter again to stop the animation or pause the animation but if you bind enter to both the start and the stop animation button it will start the animation and then when you hit it again it'll stop it for half a frame and then start it again Ooh. and it's like critta please oh god i'd be side-eyeing it so hard it's like that's that's just one thing. Uh, once you get used to it, you can work with the with the workflow, but it's just annoying. And then the other issue is like you can't import GIFs. You can't import an animation into Krita. You can import a bunch of frames as an animation, but if it's if it's like a previously animated thing, if it's a video, if it's a GIF, if it's something that say you want to trace over and have some fun for a meme or something, it just can't do that. And that's depressing. Rough. But it can do so much other stuff that I don't care, but I'll still complain about it. Complain I think it away. is a, I think it is important to feel supported by the software you're using and that it sparks creativity and sort of usefulness in your work. When the software is good, you don't notice it. Yeah, you don't have to think about it. The fact that I can come up with all those criticisms and I haven't used Krita for days now, the fact that they're just days. in the back of my mind, that is just Krita. Please. I've I've internalized this. <laughs> yeah. So Procreate for me is... I know it can do amazing things. I have seen it do amazing things. I have seen other artists show me how they work on it. And it's like, I can't do that. I just, I can't. That's not how I work with colors. That's not how I, it's just, it's, there's so many random things about it that just, it's not even like a nitpick. It's like a, this throws my entire process sideways and then smushes it into a wall. Oof. That's no fun. But maybe it's just me having a hard time adjusting. I don't know. I hate to be that person, but do you think um, like taking tutorials or like a dedicated course towards that program would help you? Why do you hate to be that person? Because like going for education is totally the thing. Uh, that I know, but I it's one say... of those like it's one of those like it's it's sometimes Man. almost obvious, but then also like. I don't know. There's a lot of reasons that people don't want to do it. For example, like it's not like you're a complete newbie to digital art. So it's like you should have uh, like, like like a, a most program should feel intuitive to you. And the fact that like it has to be suggested is sort of like, I don't know. You're trying not to be demeaning. I get it. And, and yeah. I appreciate that. I, I intimately feel that, too, because I hate following tutorials for software. Oh, God, I know. Even though it can just it, it, it can just set you free in a way. You watch, like, 10 or 20 minutes of tutorials, and it just opens you to a whole new world of the software. Like Krita, for example. For the longest time, I was like, wow, this coloring thing, this coloring business really rustles my jimmies. There should be an easier way. And then I go doing a little bit of research one night. And it's like, hey, it has this colorize tool. You just put a, a, a brush stroke in your thing, hit a button, and it will auto-fill everything for you. So you can spend literally 12 or 10 minutes putting in your flats just one little brush stroke at a time, hit this button, and all your flats are done in 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. It's so easy. And if you mess up, well, then you just go back into the tool change the one little brushstroke you did, hit the colorize button again, and go or run it run it again. And it's like, oh my God, this opens up my whole world. I never have to be, uh, I never have to worry about doing the flats again. All I have to worry about now is the freaking highlights and things that are actually annoying. Highlights and shades and such. Eventually, AI uh, machine learning will just do all of that for us. And it was... Art will just be like, did you want a line here? Yes. Then they'll just draw the next line for you and be like, that's what you wanted, right? And like, yeah, I guess so. And then you'll just press At colorize least. again and then it'll just do everything. And then you'll be like, did they want, 
oh, we see that you have a curve here that uh, based on where you might want to put a lighting thing, like a lighting indicator, did you want to add highlights and shade automatically? And it'd be like, yes. <laughs> Man, if you can integrate wow. that kind of machine and AI learning into like, I don't know, the Oculus so that I could do 3D painting, perfect. 3D painting looks pretty fun. It does look fun, but I also have a hard time grasping how it even gets started. True. I, I think I think it's not necessarily uh, difficult, but it's not intuitive to us because we typically don't think about um, painting in a 2D space in, and transforming that into a 3D space. Like, obviously, Honestly, we you want to create depth always in your art if you can, but, like, to literally do that is... A little mind-blowing right mm-hmm. the only 3d painting that i've done is in vr chat rooms where they have the markers yeah. and you can just draw in midair <laughs> nice and uh the most the most unintuitive thing about it is if you stretch your hand out all the way and start making big strokes while well, they're curved because of course they are because your arm moves in an arc mm-hmm. and that's just like it it would take so much extra work to, to to get that third dimension going and it's like wow mm-hmm. wow sometimes though brain melts too much for that and so you just you just gotta cool off you know that's why you go outside and you touch gotta, grass that's why you go outside you touch grass you hop in the car you go down to the river you float in the river all day Jump in the river, smash your toes off some rocks, true, and then eat some ribs. That is very specific. These are things I wonder what I did. Was there a lot of toe smashing in your summer? No, uh, yeah, uh, Dio's Dio's toenail was like broken, and her her toe was stubbed. It was no, 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 no. Very question. The question was, was there a lot? The answer was no, there wasn't a lot. It was just that. Well, I stubbed my toes in other ways. It happened. It happened much in an acute period of time, <laughs> and so me, Jay, and Dio, we went floating on the river. Yes, uh, a few weeks ago, about a month ago. It was now. a really. It was a great day. It was an exceptionally good day. Yeah, really nice. It wasn't too hot, but it was just sunny and no smoke. Like, How was the oh, smoke? No, I was just gonna ask. No smoke. Wow, you except got one of those rare no-smoke days. Except for after there was smoke, but not in the way that you think. Uh, Smoked ribs. Mm. No, it was just... Um, Rib fest was happening that day. Well, before that, I want to build up, because like this is this is sort of... This is the, the, the good part. But before that, Angelo and Dio and I had... We're not excluding Nancy, by the way. It's just that we also know that Nancy has the delicate skin... And uh, does not do well for prolonged periods in said sun. Nancy is part part vampire. I don't right. know how many parts vampire, but I do not do well in direct sunlight, yeah. especially in the middle of the day. Exactly. So it's SPF like SPF ten thousand is not good enough. There was no reason to n- not want to invite her, other than already being considerate. Anyway, so we had been trying to plan boating for. I feel like months. It was yes. like literally since maybe like early June, we'd be like, hey, is the weather going to be good? Do we have time? Can we get people together? And we had like tried to do this several times. And it would be like a combination of we can't get people together or we have other plans or whatever it might be. And then finally, finally, near the end of Ju- uh, July, we were like, this is the day. And like leading up, we're like, is the weather going to be crap? Is there going to be smoke in the air? Because let me tell you, it has been the worst for smoke this summer. And that being said, like we've had smoke in other summers, but like this one was just, it wasn't necessarily always the smokiest, but it was definitely for the most prolonged periods of time. So you really couldn't guarantee the anything. The entire month of July was overcast with forest fire smoke. If it, yeah. yeah. If it there wasn't also days. super hot. flavor atmosphere. Yeah. yeah, there were days where I went outside to take the trash out and I would come back in and feel thoroughly smoked through. Yeah. I felt like I was ribs in a smoker. And I, like, I don't want to get uh, too deep into this side of things, but I was like, hey, you know, 
there's a pandemic obviously going on and you know it's recommended that you wear a mask when you can't social distance or you're around groups of people guess what i was wearing a mask on uh not around being uh, any other people just walking through a park or something like that just but because it was so smoky and i was just like maybe this mask will help me because my god it was just so bad particle wise yep. like you could literally see the smoke part uh like you could see ash flying down every now and then i've never yeah. seen it yeah yeah it was rough um anyway so lots of things were in our way but we finally got this fantastic day and i was just like hey we'll go on the raft where where uh you know what else we can do after rafting there's this thing called rib fest which is one of my favorite little things i do most summers when it's available which is like this traveling food convention kind of comes through and it's just focused on like barbecue american barbecue and ribs and stuff like that so we went out had a good time out on the river lost the paddle a couple of times retrieved the paddles a couple of times smashed toes a couple of times totally fine because it was a great day we got to finish up there we met up with dio's dad at the end at rib fest uh, got to have some delicious proteins of the smoked and sauced variety. And then mm. we got invited to go visit our friends who had just had a wedding. So that was great, too. <laughs> yep. All in the same day. I mean, like, that was a busy day. But it wasn't like, but it was not a busy day in that we ever felt stressed about anything. It was a busy day in that we had ha- things to do with people that we wanted to be around. It was. We were trying extra hard to relax and succeeding at it. Yes. It was it was a fantastic day, honestly. I looked like such a gremlin at the end. <laughs> what? Oh yeah. No, Angelo can like attest. Like so what had happened was so we were at Ribfest, we were eating, that was like our dinner basically. because uh, it was I think it was like probably around uh six, right, Angelo? Uh by the time we were eating ribs, I think it was like Five, five thirty, maybe. Sure. Um, and then we got the text invite to go to the wedding after party. Yeah, because obviously, and so we were like, yeah, we we have to go home and look presentable. Yeah. We knew we knew that 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 friend was having uh, a wedding, and, but obviously, weddings most of the time right now, if you're being responsible, which most of our group is, uh, you know, we, I've been in, I've been. Uh, privy to a few weddings but not necessarily attending them because most people are trying to keep things small uh, but we got invited to the after and we we're like we just got out of the river and we just had ribs I had sauce on my shirt I was like it's gremlin I was like do you think we should show up like this because we didn't really know like if it was still like sort of formal or whatever so it was just like we went back to our houses real quick cleaned up a little bit changed up a little bit turns out that when we got there they were like deformalized as it were uh although uh uh the bride did go out and whip out her uh uh wedding dress for us to see which was beautiful and had pockets so (laughs) oh my god i wish my dress had had pockets i mean it had deep usable pockets i was impressed yes I, i i want i need pockets like in every single dress that i own basically I once like, wanted to open up a women's fashion store and called it Pockets, and everything pockets. would have pockets. That would be amazing. Good luck getting inventory. Original idea, <laughs> do not steal. <laughs> Original idea, please. Just do kidding. Not steal. steal it. I don't want to open a. I don't want to open a fashion store. <laughs> well. So Nancy, since we since we so so egregiously, so rudely excluded you from ribs and river, what did you get up to this this summer? I watched a lot of Evangelion. Oh my god. Never heard of it. Never gasp. How could you not? I for one have never heard of a rebuild of Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.1. <laughs> really? The movie that was 8 years in the making? 8 years. That's like one more than Redline. It was 8 years between the 3rd and the 4th movie. This 4th movie was really that long. Yes. So this 4th movie has wrapped up a 27 year stint. Thing. Like like 
I watched the original series a long ass time ago. And I was in college when I first is, saw the original is series. Is ass time like dog years where like Yes. Uh, it's like dog years, but in the reverse. It oh. feels like it's even longer than it actually was. My God. <laughs> uh anyway, um I saw this in high school. And Damn. um it it was uh, a weird show to me because like it starts off and Get in the robot you, you set the expectation that this is going to be like it's it's the main character is like a young boy. It's it's obviously going I've to be never like a seen coming an, of age. An anime and starring a young boy. <laughs> ever. And and that's not like a coming of age and then there are some love interests and there are some, you know, moments where he gets to prove himself and then you got, you want to find out more about what the hell's going on in this world. And uh none of that happens. You, you get no closure on any of that. A lot of it is sort of like side-spoken and some of it is alluded to. And then by the end of the series, uh, you get something that is... Congratulations, Shinji. Well, you get something that is iconic to that studio. You get an unfinished, sketchy, very abstract Gynax episode. End. It's Gynax. Um, they did that for Die Buster too, didn't they? Honestly, no. Did, was it not Die Buster? Gunbuster and Die Buster had very definitive, I think, well executed ends. I can't remember what other show they. Penny also and Stocking did that did had that. a Gynax end in the worst way. Oh, oh! Golly. I'm still angry about You're that. You're still okay. So, <laughs> the, okay. So then the series ends, and then you get End of Ava, which is uh, telling certainly the... not a coming of age story. No, and what it does is it effectively tells the exact end of the series but from a different point of view and you're like okay uh the the creator has come out and basically just said there are no answers to be expected from this show this show wasn't meant to be understood in like the conventional storytelling sense and it's like okay well i will just have to make peace with this and just move on when the ava rebuild movie started coming out i was like oh, cool, they're just remaking it. So I didn't take a whole lot of interest in it. But evidently, there are just enough changes to make things just a little different. Well, it's like Rebuild 1 was almost shot for shot the same. Mm -hmm. And what wasn't the same, it was like, oh, because it's a movie. Okay. Mm -hmm. Rebuild 2 was like, wait a minute. Some details Something are else is going on. Mm -hmm. Rebuild 3 was like, this? What the fuck? The story beats are there, but this is completely new. Yep. This is all new territory. This is all completely new. It's, mm. it was weird. Like, there's no other words for it. It was weird. And then eight years later, you get the final conclusion to it. Three and four are basically one story that they split into two movies to release separately. I... I kind of want to watch. Oh, I do want to watch them because I was actually a pretty big Eva fan uh, way back in the way. But uh, I don't know. I just haven't committed myself to it. I hear a lot of good things. Obviously, the animation quality is probably pretty stellar. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's amazing. How is the it's sound? How's the soundtrack? Is it like a remastered soundtrack or? Okay, they, so here's here's what, what they, they did. The soundtrack is great. Here's what they did. They took a lot of the iconic songs. And they kind of just remixed them. It was really interesting. So there is a motif that plays involving heavy drums and it's really slow. And mm-hmm. it usually happens when they're launching the Avas because, you know, there are angels attacking. The build up, yeah. They took I can literally song. hear the music in my head like that. You know? So they took that song and they they remixed it. They have reorchestrated the song to have a slightly different tone, a slightly different cadence, but it's the same song. And it's interesting because they're alluding to the fact that things aren't the same as they were. It's the same, but it's not the same. And they do that with a couple of pieces. And for every single movie that they've put out, there's always a pop song to go along with it. Mm -hmm. But there's also the notable scenes where, like in the TV series, this is not a spoiler, there are a lot of scenes where bad things are happening and uh, instead of something really dramatic or really sad playing in the background, something really heavy to suit the tone, it's a song of children singing, a relatively yep. happy song. 
and and like that is still there beat for beat in the movies like if you like ava you will like the the, movies you deserve the ending of rebuild four okay you deserve it i will but you have to watch rebuild two and three at the very least i would recommend watching all of them because hey they're good i recommend watching Uh, them all I would say, like... Honestly, I have to re-watch them all because going into Rebuild 4 mm-hmm. with having watched Rebuild 3 at the earliest... or Like, the last time was, like, three or four years ago. I was watching it, and I was like, I can't remember what's going on almost. Mm-hmm. I yeah, like, so like I was saying, like I was, I was fairly... I was, like, a fairly big Ava fan back in the day, and... Like what you guys are saying is like makes me want to watch it for sure. I, as many people know, I don't tend to watch a lot of things, and I tend not to rewatch most things. But I remember I probably seen Ava the series three times at this point. Yeah, that's fair. Which is like not hardcore, hardcore because some people will of course like watch it like fifty times or whatever. But that's quite a lot for me. And I think if I can find some time, I'll try and dive into a, a marathon of the Ava movies. Maybe not in a one day because sometimes there's a lot to take away from those. But uh, I think the, I, the quality one, sounds like it's there. So the rebuild movies were great, but my favorite, my really my favorite piece of uh, Evangelion media was the uh, the shaving alternate universe where everybody was so oddly invested in uh, in in. Uh, shaving razors and at the end of it uh, Gendo shaved off his beard and he was handsome (laughs) (laughs) I would like to imagine he was like Squidward handsome yeah that would be no no it would be amazing though it would be amazing just one shot of him like you know in his sort of like standard pose but then it's just like handsome Squidward face version of him (laughs) it'd be fantastic if I remember right, that was a shit commercial or something. Get in the like, robot, Patrick. Six years ago or something, and uh, it was it was just hilarious. Yeah. Golly. Yep. Now so I that's have to go Ava. find. What about again. your laptop? I okay. So my what laptop, happened? my laptop has been through a few emergency medical trips to the computer hospital this year. Computer hospital. Computer hospital. Did it catch that? Was it the? No, it was uh, remission. Laptop went into remission. So if you'll remember, back in January, I had to bring my laptop back because the left speaker had blown. And I don't mean like it was flaky. I mean the whole thing blew. It wasn't making sound anymore. It was the no bueno. And that was the original speaker. They put a new one in. I was happy about that. It was great. Mm -hmm. I got my laptop back six weeks later and I... Put it through the paces, played lots of games on it, da-da-da-da-da. You had your fun. I had to bring it back in May. Again, for the same thing. The left speaker was exhibiting the Mm -hmm. exact same symptoms. I brought it back. And I said, it is highly unlikely that the same speaker is having the same problem. Please look deeper into this. They didn't. They gave me another speaker. So I told them, if I am back... Right around July, when my one-year warranty with you runs out, if I miss that window, you still have to fix this. Because I told you that wasn't how this was going to go down, but you ignored what I said. It's going to happen again. I promise you it will happen by then. And I was right. In July, my speaker started purring like a kitten again. And I had to bring it back and say, look, this is going to be the fourth speaker. Please, please don't just give me a new speaker. So they mm-hmm. took all of the innards in my laptop, ripped them all out, and gave me all new ones. I now have a brand new motherboard in it, too. Nice. We will see if this one lasts. I hope it does. If it doesn't, just take out, just remove the left speaker and enjoy mono for the rest of your life. You know uh, what I'm worried about? I'm worried about the fact like that it won't be the left speaker this time. I'm worried it's going to be like something else goes ridiculously wrong. Because they'll have fixed the speaker, but now it'll be something else ridiculous. Do you, when I'm sure you've Googled for the issue a few times, is this something that has, is somewhat common in this model or anything or no. with this manufacturer? It 
it isn't. Okay. I have not found a consistent trend of people complaining about the same thing. So, so, so in future, would you buy from them again? Because that's sort like, of. I mean, okay. So, in perspective, Sean yeah. and I bought the exact same laptop at the same time. Our serial numbers are like two digits apart. Right. His has been perfectly fine. The only right. problem that was wrong with his was that. His F key had a bent pin in it, so I had to bend it back, and now it's perfect. Oh, no. Ah, uh, the F key. The F key. And that's it. It was perfect. Otherwise, I ended up with, like, a sound chip that wasn't delivering consistent signal to right. one speaker. So if you take that out and you give me the whole new innards, like they're not going to go and resolder me a new sound chip. They're just going to rip right. everything out and put all new things in. Right. Then, yep. assuming that the replacement parts are good, everything should be fine. Yes. If in two weeks I have to bring this back again, I'm probably going to have to like start establishing a consistent contact there and just be like, Okay, it's me. Yes, you know me on site now, and I know you have all my contact info. It's me. I'm back again. Same deal. Right. And it, it's going to become one of those long, laughable stories that we will tell each other over whiskey or something when we're in our 70s. Like, I don't know. Fair enough. Just sometimes, like, when you, it's easy to be frustrated enough with the product that even if you're the outlier, I'd be like, mm, I don't want to deal with this again, ever. Uh, my laptop has started having problems. I can't remember if I told you guys about it last season. My keyboard is having problems again. again. I thought you tried to replace it. So uh, to refresh everyone, my keyboard is having an issue where certain keys will just randomly stop working. And so I eventually tracked it down to the keyboard cable itself is becoming loose in the case. Mm -hmm. And I do believe I understand why. Mm. Uh, so when I do like to bike to work, it is in my laptop bag, which is strapped to the side of my bike. Now, my bike is a nice city bike. It is a hardtail bike. It doesn't have suspension, so it's very bumpy. Mm. And so all the bumps and vibrations must be rattling things loose. Mm -hmm. I wanted to replace the keyboard, but the keyboard is like riveted in like plastic riveted. If you've ever taken a keyboard out, mm -hmm. oh, they've got like little bits of the case melted through the keyboard. So you basically have to replace half the case with the keyboard mm. or like drill it out or something. I don't know how you're supposed to actually replace those. I legitimately don't. And so I don't even know if at this point replacing the keyboard would actually help because every time I, if I open it up, take out the motherboard, reseat the keyboard cable, it works again for like, five or six more days until it gets jostled around and then I have to do it again. Mm -hmm. Part of me wants to replace the, the laptop, even though it's otherwise perfectly fine. And there's like this new laptop, the framework laptop that's made by X uh, Lenovo and HP and Dell engineers that are so annoyed about making laptops that are hard and bullshit to repair. So they made a laptop where all the components inside have a QR code on them that when you scan the QR code, it takes you to a video on how to replace that part. Wow. They sell it as either a pre-assembled unit or a disassembled unit that you have to build yourself because they're like, hey, learn how to build your laptop because we made it that way. And I, I'm kind of like, you know what? I kind of want to give these guys money. <laughs> but at the same time, I want to save that money for a Steam Deck. Oh yeah. oh yeah i did pre-order one Ooh, how much was the pre-order again five dollars only five bucks to reserve yeah so i was just like the worst case yeah so uh, for for the record for the pre-order bit not that five dollars is a lot if you choose not to continue with your pre-order they'll just refund it to your steam wallet so i was just like okay i don't care yeah, I'm yep. I'm pretty guaranteed to buy at least five dollars of Steam games sometime Something. in the future. Exactly. Hmm. Interesting. So I I'm really interested in that because it fulfills the portability needs that a laptop would give me. Mm -hmm. uh, the only downside is because it is Linux, I would be limited to things that I would be interested in using on Linux mm -hmm. and Steam. And I mean, it's not ideal to use as a main laptop, no. but as a portable computer. And gaming system. It's really interesting. I would say for the price point in Canadian, which is about, uh, 
I think it's going to be about 850 for the top model currently. Uh, for that price point, I don't think you can get a better laptop equivalent. So no, for that, with that understanding, and there are other Steam Deck like uh, competitors as well. I want to put that out there. They're not, not as good. There, there, there are good. There are some things the that the difference are, is you can get them now. Not just that. There are ones that are not necessarily better, but they're better in certain aspects, but not in every aspect. Um, so I thought it was pretty interesting. I kind of I talked about it with some other friends, and I was like, I should talked it a little bit. I was like, I just don't really see a great use case. But I put down the five dollars just because I was like, I'm interested enough that uh, it's not gonna come out. Uh, like the, I I did pre-order for the top model, and I was like, it's not gonna come out until like 2022 anyway. So I'm gonna stick around and see how people are using theirs and what the general, uh, not just the use case, but the general performance and how the hardware holds up. Um, yeah, my reservation is for second quarter 2022. And I've got the uh, the mid tier model. Right, I pre-ordered maybe so earlier we'll than you. So we see how much better we'll be able to see how much better your screen is, since the top end model has like the anti glare. Which I have seen uh, because they have been pushing out some test uh, models to like uh, like uh, Linus Tech Tips and yes, stuff. I saw that video and I was like, it does actually seem significant. On that topic, real quick, uh, somewhat similar. Um, obviously they released the, like, or Nintendo released the news for like the switch OLED, which I've talked about in the past about like wanting a new switch and Mm -hmm. my expectations for a new switch, but it's actually been fairly disappointing with the OLED, uh, quote unquote upgrade because it's mostly a screen upgrade, like visual update only really. And then, and and the dock, and the dock, the dock has, is, is Wi-Fi capable, I believe. Aside from that, okay. I do not care. And I was like, but there are games. Why does the dock have to be Wi-Fi capable? Because before. The unit itself is Wi-Fi. Mm, I don't the remember. The Switch itself has Wi-Fi. Yeah, you but. You do not have to have it docked for network connectivity. But I think that when it was docked, it couldn't go into Wi-Fi, like into a Wi-Fi mode. Why wouldn't it? I don't know. That would be ridiculous. I'm pretty sure that's the big thing. You can look it up real quick, but I'm pretty sure. They are selling a dock, the new dock that comes with this version of Switch, but you can also sell, they all, they're also planning to sell the dock on its own with that capability. So there's somewhere in the line, there's a disconnect somewhere, literally, from the internet. What the hell, Nintendo? I'm pretty sure. Anyways, I was like, but there's a bunch of uh, games coming out for the Switch that I'm like, kind of do want. So my plan right now is wait for OLED Switch to come out. I think it's October, maybe November. Buy the first refresh of the Switch, like as opposed to the original model, they had like this sort of second one point, you know, one point five model kind of before the between this and the OLED. So I'll buy that model, and that's probably going to be a little bit cheaper as well. So I think I might win in the end even though I'm not really getting, like, a nice Switch model, eh, Steam Deck probably will be a thing for me to fill that void as well. So we'll see. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and one last thing on the topic of gaming. Uh, I am now associated with another gaming thing. Um, oh. I joined uh, Games Done Quick's chat moderation team. Oh. Yeah. Neat. So you can go ban me when I spam Kappa. Yeah. Uh-oh. I sure can. Nice. <laughs> I expect you to. I, yeah, it's, I don't want to talk too much about their internals because this is obviously, this is Odafest. Of Oda course Fest. not. You're yeah, not. this is Odafest and that's GDQ and I keep things more or less separate, but the folks there are really nice. Um, the team's really cool. Lots of uh, knowledgeable folks. And I have never been... Uh, associated or worked with a such a large production team before on digital content like Odafest isn't really comparable because um, right now when they're not doing AGDQ shows like you know the the SGDQ and AGDQ they're just doing GDQ hotfix which is essentially weekly shows uh, every pretty much every weeknight uh, and sometimes weekdays as well and those pull in uh, about 2000 concurrent viewers on the regular jesus right Ooh. so i see a lot of that stuff there's a lot of good stuff obviously but some stuff is like 
like those hate raids that are going around. Ugh, don't Thanks. even want to talk about Ugh. it, but screw those people, right? Uh, but like just being able to see the back end of it is so cool, and I'm really happy I got the opportunity. I, I applied maybe about a month and a half ago and got the notification about a month ago. So I've been uh, not I'm not dedicated to anything. They've actually uh, I've requested like a general moderator role, but uh, yeah, you'll see me a lot more on GDQ chat, just talking. I, I tend to just like to talk with people and then comment on the game a little bit in the chat. I don't do any actual narration or presentation for the for the program and that's not really my goal but it is really cool again he's to there see. to right click your name and click ban <laughs> sometimes that if is i have does, to don't make me do it and he's terrifyingly good at don't it. make me do it but yeah that was the that, that's something that i'm moving forward i'm looking forward to working with these people a lot more with this organization that's exciting yeah, and obviously oh. they they do so oh. much good work, right? So it is worth the time, and also come come by and check it out. Mm. I do yes. the cross promotion. <laughs> so, is there anything that you guys are looking forward to this autumn? More anime, we're, pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> oh, God, I like yes. I like pumpkin spice latte. There, I, I saw pumpkin spice cold brew that 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 oh. that the Starbucks is gonna have, and I want to try okay. that. I want to I want to note that the very first pumpkin spice email I got was not from Starbucks but from Mike. I want I want my emails to have pumpkin Michaels. spice in them. Michael. I want my Art emails store. to be flavored with pumpkin spice. <laughs> are are they selling you edible candles? I think well, that's what they're going for. They're like we have pumpkin spice everything. Mm-hmm. I think what they also have are dedicated pumpkin spice mugs for drinking pumpkin spice beverages in. Ah, so the pumpkin spice is built right into the ceramic of the mug. Must be. To accentuate the flavors. On the topic, real quick, of pumpkin spice, uh, two things. First of all, I have never had pumpkin spice from the original source, which is Starbucks. Number two, Starbucks, I, I read an article literally like two days ago. Starbucks has introduced pumpkin spice lattes. To Japan, oh my golly! I wonder oh if people God. like it. I don't know because the because pumpkin spice is a, is an American flavor. Like yeah, it's up. a very like you know pumpkin pie. It's like yeah, a very I can't imagine them thing. not liking right in, in the way that we see like matcha flavors or or whatnot from like coming in from like Japan. sakura and exactly yeah exactly like, yes. Now we're like we're well, I say we we're not American, but we're North American. The culture of North America is now. Uh, exporting the flavors and the culture of the pumpkin spice latte. Pumpkin spice will dominate. I wonder if if it'll be well received. I think it will be. I hmm. think there's a lot of general flavor profile because it's mostly just like a savoriness. It's like a sweet chai, right? Because it hits like yeah. the cinnamon notes. It hits the nutmeg notes. It hits there's a lot of the notes of a chai flavor profile except sweeter exactly. and fruitier can't really go that wrong i think a lot of people that don't like pumpkin spice is because they don't like the meme that's pumpkin spice they're like uh or well or they're coffee there's purists. a lot of people that don't like sweet coffee or they're coffee purists that? as well you know and i was like sure i'm not gonna like, tell you what to like I, I do like bitter coffee but i also i'm a human who likes pure fucking sugar. i like treats <laughs> i deserve treats I like my coffee sweet. I definitely do. Um, speaking of Japanese things that I will look forward to in autumn, oden will be a big thing. I want hot oh. pot. Yeah, I want my hot oh. pot. I mean, oden is oh. Japanese hot pot. I want Cantonese hot pot, but I don't care. Just give me the pot, which is hot. Okay. <laughs> and various things that we can put in said hot pot. Yes. Give me the meats. Yes. I Me- want to be like Arby's. I want to have the meats. The meats. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I don't know what else. I mean, I guess like Halloween is coming up. I'm getting some uh, low-key invites from Halloween as well already. I think I'm, I mentioned this, I think, this time last year or, or a little bit closer to uh, uh, October when we were deep in pandemic. And there was somebody in one of my friend groups who was like, does anyone want to have a Halloween party? And it was like, because again, most of our group is like fairly 
socially aware they were like <laughs> everyone was pretty much just like read the room my dude <laughs> but i think there's a chance that some people like like small to get togethers are possible small get togethers would be nice yes i agree this year yeah i agree get a little halloween energy on get the little spoops the candies the hot cocoa spooky movies and and candy. the sweaters it's sweater weather baby oh my god august got cold so fast it mm. did it would just sort of drop down to nine degrees overnight and then it stayed that way for a bit yep it's i don't mind yeah i don't hate it yeah i'm i'm kind of happy not having to turn on air conditioning oh yep. we put our ac away I saw my electricity bill. Oh my god! June was brutal. Yeah. What like the June he- and July? And like, I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty like energy and like resource conservationist. I do believe in not wasting, but holy cow, it was so hot. Mm. I did pretty okay. Well, I think that's probably about where we should cut it off for this episode. Yes. Uh, the last thing would be looking forward to an autumn big gay anime night. Saturday, big gay September anime. four. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday at the Globe Go Cinema. To Facebook, yeah, Facebook.com slash September is autumn, right? Details. September is autumn. Uh, technically, after September twenty first. I don't care. So September fourth is still summer. Oh yeah. Eh. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um. Yeah. And look forward to our next episode. Of course, uh, we'll be reviewing our anime previews from summer. Sunny boy. So that'll be fun. I don't even remember what I said anymore. The cat anime. Cat anime. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good one, everybody. We'll catch you next time on the Odafest podcast. Bye-bye. Bye.